Hello and welcome to the Snap Food Podcast. My name is Jay Wang, aka Justin, and I'm joined by my co-host, Kaima, aka Ken. Kaima, how are you doing today? I'm good, Justin. Um, hey, Justin, what is Thanos's favorite video game? Thanos's favorite video game would be Snafu. Half Life. <laughs> Half Wife. Half Life. Half Life. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. And I should have knew that. I used I used to play that a little bit too. Okay. If you're new here, Snapfu is a podcast about Marvel Snap, the 2022 mobile game of the year. The game we all love to play, watch and have engaging discussions around. And that's why Kaima and I are here today. We dive into everything and anything related to Marvel Snap. Please remember to give us a like and subscribe a rate and review, but most importantly, to just enjoy the show. Now we're coming at you recording on a Wednesday night, April the 5th. It's been two days, 48 hours almost, uh, have passed since the new season has launched. The animals assemble. Now with that, we have a new season's pass card, Hit Monkey. We also have, via a data mine, the three upcoming cards. We have new locations. And, and some bundles. Uh, why don't we just dive right into it and start off the top with the, the new the new card, Hitmonkey. So Hitmonkey is a two cost, zero power card. And his description is on reveal, gain plus two power for each other card you played this turn. Um, first off, do you know the history of Hitmonkey? You you did you know give us a little teaser uh, last episode, um, I and I did try before the pod to look in our handy Marvel encyclopedia, and I could not find in the index or in uh, any of the other character section information about Hitmonkey. So so last podcast I thought maybe he was from High Evolutionary, but that's not correct. He is okay. So he's a random Japanese snow monkey. Um, who was hanging out with his tribe, and one day this assassin uh, just walks in, like, near death, because he escaped, like, a kill squad. So he lives with the monkeys, and all the other monkeys accept him, except for this one monkey, who's, like, sort of, like, skeptical. So he's observing this assassin, and the assassin keeps training because he thinks others assassins are going to come and kill him. So this particular monkey learns all his skills and everything, how he uh, kills people, how to become an assassin, uh, so then one day the assassin squad um, comes to kill this assassin and the hit monkey sees them coming but doesn't get back in time. And when he comes back, his tribe and the assassin are murdered. Uh, so for revenge, he kills all the assassin and has made it his personal mission to kill all assassins. So he's just some random monkey. He shows up in Deadpool because Deadpool's an assassin and he has a thing for killing assassins. So that's his history. Just so would he random. be considered a villain or, um, or a hero or a good guy? I mean, I guess you would say he's an anti-hero. Anti-hero. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's basically his story. He's not some special like mutant monkey or anything like that. He's just a monkey out for revenge. Yeah, like it made sense what you said. And I when I looked up the uh, high evolutionary snippet in the in the dictionary or not dictionary in the encyclopedia which i'll 
Oh, it's not really coming through here. But <laughs> it, yeah, he made a particle accelerator, which he st stuck animals into, like experiment with. Yeah, but high it doesn't list out the yeah. That's right. It doesn't list out which animals he used. Right. Um. So I figured your yeah. I I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like it sound reasonable. Yeah. No, he's just like an angry Japanese snow monkey. But the alternative, like based on how he's dressed and his hair, yeah, and like the roof that he's climbing on in the picture, yeah, the shingles and the little lantern, yeah, that looks like Japan. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, the, that's a good one. I think I'm kind of disappointed that like all I looked up all the characters and none of them are for sorry for I looked up the hit monkey as well as the remaining three cards and none of them are in the in the encyclopedia. Yeah, this season, like most of the cards are like very obscure characters. Yeah, made, or like relatively new or made one or two appearances. Um, but anyways, I mean, so the hit monkey card. So on reveal again, gain plus two power for each other card you play this turn. So ideally, you want to play them on turn six, and you want to drop a whole bunch of ones and zero cost cards so that he gains. Uh, the power. So the way it works with Hitmonkey is it doesn't matter um, when you play him. So you could play him first. He'll still gain the ability. He'll gain plus two powers for all the cards that you drop. Yeah, the order of play. You don't have to play him last. Right. In the turn. Yeah. So you can do, you can dodge the arrow or uh, um, arrow. Sorry, there was another card I was thinking of that you'd want to play around or maybe need to play first. Or no, it's that location. That what's it called? Um, the location that doesn't let you play the card there first. But anyways, yeah, order doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, so you can play him in the middle. You can play him last. He'll still get the plus two for every card you draw. The final total counts for the turn. Yeah, right. Um, being an on reveal card, you can drop him on Wong, and he'll get plus four for every card that you drop. Um, and you can hide him with Invisible Woman. So he normally costs two to drop, but if you hide him with Invisible Woman, uh, then he'll turn face up on turn six, and then he'll get plus two for every card you played on turn six, but not the cards you've dropped previously into Invisible Woman. Yeah, I like that the best. Or like, because you play him, there's been games where I've wanted to play him out because I otherwise I would just burn or lose two, two power. Right. Or two energy, sorry, and uh, by allowing having like invisible woman on the board, you play him on any play him on curve on any turn, right? But then still have him realize the benefit, the max benefit of. Uh, in theory, you should play the be able to play the most cards on turn six because you have the most energy, right? And he can be plus like. I've usually seen it without the booster, the doubling booster, like plus 10 or plus 12. Yeah. Usually. And then uh, some other interactions that give it, give him higher is I've been playing him with a Bast, with Bast in my deck. Okay. So he can start him at three. Right. And then three plus like the 10 or the 12 makes him. Um, 14, 19, yeah, 13, 15. 15 right. So. Without any like Wong boost, the maximum he can get is plus eighteen, I believe, because you can drop a maximum of seven cards. You can because you can only hold seven cards in your hand. 
and including, then including him not if you have him on invisible woman right okay he's already okay. there so not including him okay so technically you can drop seven cards and if one of them is mysterial it counts as nine cards <laughs> yeah so technically plus 18 um is the highest he can get without playing him on wong yeah that's the good math there so for two cost yeah he can be a plus that. that's 18. pretty good yeah, but then you're basically doing nothing for the most of the game because you're saving your cards. Well, you do. Well, you play the um, the cards that give you back cards, like Sentinel and Coulson, and um, yeah, you can do that. Maria Hill and those characters, that, that cast. But you mentioned Mysterio. Like the Myst another good interaction that Bast has with Mysterio is you get the three power on not only the base Mysterio but the clones as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's that's a pretty. I don't know why that ends up being that way, but um, so normally Mysterio is like two four on the real one, and then the copies are two like zero, right? And then uh, Bast lets you have all all three of them as three. So hmm. it's sometimes yeah, like if I'm don't, I would play out like on turn four, hit Monkey followed by Mysterio, if I don't right. have any other available play to me. Um, especially if Mysterio was already bast because bast basted, uh, so I could just have not it be not wasted and it's still um, get something on the board. Does that work with anything else? Like, what's the card that gives you power up on the first two cards? Nakia, is that who she is? Uh, there's Angela. Do you mean no? Like in your hand, because like so, bast like turns everything to three power in your hand, oh. right? So is it just because like he's in your hand he gets powered up? So like for instance, if you played what is what is her name? Yeah, Nakia or Okoye. Yeah, like the, the Wakanda, the women of Wakanda. Who yeah, the one the, plus. Yeah, so does that make all his cards plus six? Mysterial. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna refer to the wording of Bast's card and. Okay, so. On reveal, set the power of all cards in your hand to three. That's the wording of Bast. Okay. Okay, so let's see what Akoi says. Give every card in your deck. No, so it's Nakia then. Plus one. Okay, so give Nakia. Nakia, give the left two leftmost cards in your hand plus two power. Yeah, so would that make his clones? So that plus would six? make no, it would oh, make... be six two two, right? Yeah, I th think that's that, okay. what that means. Okay, yeah, I didn't know his shadows could be powered up. I guess I guess it counts like as in your hand. It's a card, right? But it's not yeah. It doesn't count it doesn't take up two spots when you're holding it, but it'll take up the two extra spots when it's played on the board. Right. So it's sort of like the card is like stacked in your hand. And the duplicates are like yeah, so to back speak. There, <laughs> okay, yeah. I didn't know his his duplicates got affected by that. That's interesting. There you go. That's why we're on. That's why we talk on the pod. <laughs> we we teach each other. We teach our, our listeners, and the, these interactions to you know help maximize the benefit of uh, Hit Monkey. So you you want to throw them in a deck where you play a bunch of cards out on. Uh, the same term he plays 
and we've seen there's been lots of popular variations or deck postings online like people already hitting infinite within you know 24 48 hours of having the card out right there's been like a there's a sarah version there's the bounce version um i've seen a mr negative version of this deck so a lot, lots of different um, interactions. I, I've personally tried the bounce one to some success, but I'm getting killed by Killmonger, so I've now changed to a different deck that... Um, what is it called? I can't remember what it's called. But it has, I have the Killmonger now, so I can't get screwed over on the last turn. Okay, so you're basically playing Hitmonkey and then picking him up with Beast? Is that what you're doing? Oh, on the bounce version? Yeah, on yeah. the bounce version, I'm picking up uh, whoever I can play cheaply. Okay. Ideally. So like the zero, the one cost cards like Korg or Hood or the Demon. Um, and then uh, then I can have those cards for zero on the last turn when Hitmonkey gets played. Right. So if you play Hitmonkey earlier, he keeps the powers that he's gained. On the pickup, right? yeah. All the cards yeah. will retain the pickup value. Yeah. Yeah. So you can play him again and he'll still be he'll be slightly powered up and then you can do your big turn six plays and power him up even more. That's right. Okay. I can't find the deck right here. Yeah, I tried hit monkey out, but I I just don't think he fits my style of deck because I'm missing Kitty Pride. Which we will talk about <laughs> more in, in later in the pod, but yeah, like I towards the end of last season when I had you know just pl- fooling around and not caring about the rank, I was playing a lot of Bounce Beast to try to get used to like without Kitty and without Hit Monkey, but just getting used to that play style. Yeah, and getting my brain trained to like ordering matters a lot of like you, certain cards you want to pick up or you don't necessarily want to pick up all of them or just half of them and doing all the math. Um, yeah. It's not easy. It's not an easy deck style to jump into. If you're more of the play one card per turn type of deck. Yeah. It's a it's lot complete, of complete opposite. A lot of mental math and pre-planning and yeah. order matters, position matters. Yeah. It's not it's for the, uh, <laughs> Like, it's not turn your brain off and play Shuri, Red Skull. <laughs> if you get the four cards or the five cards and you play them in order, they're like, you'll probably win. It's not it's not like that. Yeah. Like, the number of times on turn six where I put everything down and then I'm like, nope, wait. And I pull everything back and like, let's do it this way. Um, yeah, it's a little more complicated and nuanced that way. Yeah. Then you give up on the math, too, at that point, and you just hope <laughs> that it's enough. To, yeah. Like, it's just too much. Yeah, especially if you're tired or, you know, like the timer's running down, they've snapped, you snapped, and you're like, yeah, let's just do it, see what happens. And then you realize you play them out of order. Yeah, so this is, it's I, actually, that's a good point. Like, it's not the best deck to play on your phone. I feel like uh, yeah. sometimes when I'm doing it, I wish I was on the computer playing the bounce deck. Yeah. Because of all the, how you call them, the movements or the uh, touch, touch drags that need to happen. Yeah, like if you drop like 
bishop on that turn or collector you got to play them first so that you get the maximum points yes. so i was messing around with like collector and sentinel and hit monkey um and also double dinosaur so collector you get plus one for every card that comes back into your hand and double dinosaur gets plus two for every card in your hand and then hit monkey gets yep. plus two for every card you play so i was trying to power up three different cards but it matters that you have to have collector down first because if you play him last he doesn't get powered up yes he's um, not a, yeah he is not an ongoing card he's like at a raw ability natural ability card right and then trying to figure out where to put the sentinels like if i have like a wong on the location and it's just a lot of thinking and mental math and i don't know it's, I, it's not really fitting my play style yeah you have to uh, just get the cycles in get the reps in you have the card and and it might cost you a few few ladder ranks yeah but it's, uh, it's it is fun once you get used to it. I'd say that. So yeah, we'll see. Like it doesn't seem overly broken. It's okay. So more fun than Nimrod, for sure. Nimrod just was like we we're. I feel like a lot of us were forcing him to try to make him find a slot for him, but it just wasn't. Just didn't work out. Right. Uh, not as broken as like Silver Surfer and Zabu, which is good. Yes. And it's obviously like decent enough because some people have hit infinite already. Like versus last season, I wasn't seeing these like, hey, three hours later, like here's my Nimrod deck that got infinite. <laughs> like I didn't, I don't remember seeing that last month. Yeah, I think a lot of people are playing Nimrod just for the memes, but not necessarily right. like as a this game changer person climbing like yeah so yeah. at least it's you know they gave us a card they made a card that uh and the timing of the release because that always matters the meta like it can handle the it can deal with um the shuri deck and the thanos decks right um so that's that's good too okay so uh, moving on, we have also we'll do a rundown of the coming upcoming cards via the data mine. So we they're going to stick to the regular um, Monday night, uh, or you know eleven Eastern or eight Pacific, depending where you live. We'll get the on the rollover days. We'll have next week Jeff the baby land shark, right, and. Um, out of all of them, I wasn't planning to buy any cards at the beginning of the month, but there was a thread. So sorry, Jeff the Baby Land Shark is a 2-3 and has the natural ability description. You can move this once. Nothing can stop you from moving or playing this to any location. And I always I thought that wording conflicted or it, like with the other wordings in the uh, like Professor X card or other locations. So there was a good thread on on Twitter and on their Discord where Glenn Jones was an answering people's questions about what Jeff Baby Shark can and cannot do. Right. And it turned it started turning into like a Chuck Norris type of uh, <laughs> meme, like because Chuck Norris can do anything and nothing can stop Chuck Norris. So, for yeah. example, Baby Shark can play into Professor X lane. Yes. Baby Shark 
Jeff can play as a second card if Sandman or Electro is in play. Yes. And oh, there was one more, but I can't. Oh no, sorry. But Baby Shark will lose to Leech. Yes. And Baby Shark. Uh, there was one more. Let me so, go look on Twitter. So you can play him anywhere. Nothing will stop him. So you can play him in can't play cards here. You can play him there. Professor yep. X, like you said, you can play him there. You can play him in Space Throne. Even though it says only one card, Jeff will show up. Yeah, you sorry. Yeah, that was what Space. He can be the second card in Space Throne. So the only thing that stops Jeff from showing up is if you have four cards in there already. If you have four cards in that location, you cannot play Jeff. But other than that, Jeff cannot be the fifth card in the no, location. He can't. Uh, so presumably, if those locations are destroyed, you can't just play them on an empty location, like by Worldship or Galactus. But other than that, Jeff can go anywhere, right? So those hated locations where you can't play this card here, where you can only play after after turn five, you can't play, or you can only play six cost cards. Jeff can go there. Yeah, so another, yeah, that's very particular with the, the wordings. I think I missed the, I thought it was only movement, but it's actually playing too. Yeah. So it's like direct from your hand, you can play into that lockdown spot lane yeah. and make a uh, surprising, you know, turn five, turn six swing. Yeah, I think that's a better play than having him on the board and moving him because you want that surprise, right? Because if he's on the board and you have a location where it's like, well, I can't play any. Yeah, that it's here. so obvious. Like, yeah, yeah. you're it's gonna like move people Jeff, that right? have the Nightcrawler or the Vision. Like, it's obvious. Yeah, I yeah, like I I did that to someone. Like, it was so obvious they're gonna move their. They had a doubled up Vision. I'm like, it's so obvious. And yeah, I just Shang Chi snipe. Like, and they moved right into it too. Yeah. Um. Just so, for yeah. So now, like, sorry. I, this is the card. I think I, if if I were to buy one, this one I think might be it. But yeah, I thread. I want this card now. Yeah, at first, like, I'm like, yeah, he's just like a joke, but it doesn't seem like a joke. If you can play him anywhere, that's a game changer, right? Yeah. And then you copy him too. You moon girl him. <laughs> yeah. Are you, can you absorb him? No, you can't. You can't absorb him. But you can Shuri him, right? You can do Shuri, Jeff, <laughs> 2 6, right? Anywhere you want. Um, but just for clarity, so these cards have actually come out of data mine. They were announced in the uh, uh, announcement video. So that's why these developers can now talk about them because they have gone on record saying they will not talk about any data mine cards. Um, Good but point. The, yeah, he was in the trailer. Yeah. As well. Yep. Yeah. So these are official cards that are coming out. But yeah, I'll spend 6000 on Jeff. Jeff the baby shark. So the, the, in this season, the most interesting card could be the first one available. Or yeah. sorry, like could yeah, the um versus having to wait say later in the month. So um, I, yeah, I like how they were. We you know community is always trying to find broken ways to abuse cards. Right. And second dinner, Glenn Jones in this case is very very open and very responsive to fielding these these like almost semi troll. Uh, it got to a point where it's like, can I play him if he's not even in my hand? <laughs> can I, like, no, no, like, no, idiot. Like, you have, you have to draw him and it has to be in your hand for you to play him. Oh, fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I like the idea of beating somebody with Jeff the Baby Land Shark. 
right? They think they're winning, they think they're winning, and then, hello, Jeff. I wanted just for that. He's like the better M'Baku. It's a surprise play on turn six. I wonder. So that three power. That's pretty good. That's enough like to swing Professor in. Professor X is three. Storm is, is three or two? Storm is oh, three. yeah. You can play a Storm. Um, but normally, yeah, normally it's like three is enough because it's going to be, say, empty for the other player anyways. Right. It doesn't, need to, it doesn't need to be like a 16 power card. Yeah. It's only cost two, so then you cannot be blown up by Killmonger. Right. It's a good card. And you can't... You, it's infinite move. It's not one move either. So even if you, you play him and it, that's, something doesn't work out, you can dance no, around I, the board. No, it says you can move this once. Oh, that's the first sentence. Okay, I should, <laughs> yeah. Reading comprehension here. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you get one move, but I mean, like okay. that's enough, okay. right? Okay, okay. You know? Um, yeah. Two, three. Two, six with Shuri. That's a game changer. Actually, that's... this is concerning for me for my... I need to get... Hurry up and get infinite before this card gets released. <laughs> Why? What are you <laughs> it's playing? It's just another annoying thing to like worry about or get, get rivered. And lose eight cubes because someone had baby shark Jeff. Yeah, like oh, you can't play any cards this location, so you're concentrating on the first two, and then baby shark. Right. Like even a Professor X location, that's what gets it for me. Yeah, I used to be that guy that played like naked Professor X, just <laughs> basically dice rolling, and then sometimes it works, and when it works, it feels good. Yeah, but if they have Jeff, then they'll. I mean, at worst, you you tie, but still, like you you think that lane is locked up, and then you just focus on only one other lane, and and if it ends up being a tie, then they got you. Yeah, or if you have double Jeff because of Moon Girl, can you play Turns two Jeffs? Double Jeffs, right? <laughs> Feels bad, but it'd be a great way to win a game. Certainly, make for some good memes. I can already think of a meme I'm making already with the Baby Shark song. Yeah, and that's going to lead... <laughs> Jeff will lead to a lot of that. All the yeah. streamers are going to start doing Pink Fong. Anyone <laughs> with kids will know what Baby Shark is. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. don't have kids, you will find out very soon what Baby Shark is. <laughs> I'm pretty Jeff. sure. I think it's like the most watched video on YouTube, right? Or I think so. Top three, maybe. I know. Certainly in my household, it was. Yeah. It's on repeat. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to save up for, I actually like Baby Shark over Howard the Duck now. Oh. So if I had to save up for one or the <laughs> other, I think Jeff the Baby Land Shark. I don't know if I'm credits. quite there yet, but we'll see. <laughs> totally. We should do a tier list of uh, once all the cards are out to help yeah. uh, get get the value of where to spend. So let's yeah. let's take that take the next with that let's take the next card. So the following okay. Tuesday is, is sorry. Snow, is it Tuesday or Monday? It's Tuesdays, right? I'm, I'm uh, saying the dates. So technically, they come out on Tuesdays wherever that places where they determined 
cards are come up, but it actually comes out. So for us in the Eastern Time Zone, it comes out at 11 p.m. on a Monday. Okay, why am I getting it mixed up? Sorry, yeah. It's UTC, 3 a.m. Tuesday, which is yeah. 11 Eastern, Monday. Okay. Yeah. So, so I Monday mean, the 17th is the next card. Right. Uh, if you're in North America. So Snow Guard. Uh, well, in your hand, the description reads, this transforms each turn into a hawk or a bear. So it's a one-cost, two-power card. Uh, and transforms into a different card every turn. So if you play him turn one, he is either... What does he start with? Do you remember what he starts with as? Let's let's say he starts as a hawk. So turn one, he'll transform into a snow guard hawk. So it becomes a three-cost, four-power card. And it says, on reveal, ignore all location abilities next turn. So what does that mean exactly? Maybe it's like a baby shark. Like you can just play into a location if it says you can't play into it. Well, it, you have to play it into a location for it to reveal. And then it says, oh, yeah, I see you, man. Sorry. So I read a, another um, response by Glenn that the the hawk will apply to all locations on the board. Oh, oh not okay. The one that, not the one that you played it in because yeah so the okay. on reveal ignore all location abilities next turn oh well that's interesting so if you play them like um say like well what's the feature location right now x mansion right on turn three you got a random card so let's play let's say you play snow guard hawk that means you won't get a random card in x mansion right or if it's like transform your cards into symbiote that won't happen if you have snow guard out yeah, and I believe it's for both players too. Yeah, not yourself. Yes, yeah, it's location based, right? Yeah. So that could be disruptive. I, I mean, I'm always thankful if somebody, you know, put out Snow Guard Hawk on an unfavorable location, right? Yeah, it's like when someone in like you're playing against a Thanos and they clear out the weird, weird world. <laughs> yeah. For you. Yeah, I'm like thank you. I want to give them like a thumbs up. Um, sort of thing, and then so if you if you if you don't play the hawk, the next turn he'll turn into snow guard bear. Uh, so he'll become a five cost three power card, which says on reveal trigger the effect of this location. So this one matters where you put him, right? Because this is this location. Yeah. So that means. How does that work though? Because a lot of locations like turn three, this happens, turn four, this happens, turn five, this happens. So does that ignore the turn thing? I don't read it as that. I was thinking more of the locations that activate as soon as it flips up. Like okay. Just reactivate those ones, like the one that adds two raptors. Oh, or the okay. one that adds like the ninja. Like it would oh. just add another ninja or add two more raptors. Why would you do that? <laughs> just to be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or no, I mean, like if you added snow. So it's, how much is that power of the the hawk? Hawk Sorry, is like bear. Bear is five cost three power. Oh, that's kind of expensive for that's kind of to play a five cost to like add two raptors on the other side and hope that you 
But you get it too, right? Yeah, but you'll have Bear in one of the swats. So yeah. if they don't play in that lane on turn five and you did that, so yeah, so yeah, you have to be going into turn five with the Raptor lane with no cards in on their side. Right. And play this. And you would come out uh how much? Six versus four. That's kind of it's kind of dicey. That's that's annoying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just silly. So, or like, um, you know, uh, after this turn, put one card here, so you could trigger that again. Like, put a random card into this. Location yeah, from your like, or, yeah, random, yeah, random card from your deck or from your hand or random card, like just random. I mean, like, it's not advantageous to you because it happens to both sides, right? This is just strictly like an annoying card, just to be annoying. Right? <laughs> yeah. This is basically what it is, right? Um, yeah, or like if you, but it's I don't know. It's the only card. It's sort of the only. It's probably the only card that interacts with the locations like this, right? Um, for now, yeah. The one thing I can see is maybe if you get collapsed tunnel, right? Which the location is uh, fill up this location with rocks. And if you skip your turn, you can destroy the rocks. Hey, there you go. So <laughs> turn five, you activate it again, and then both sides fill up with rocks. Right. Uh, assuming that's empty going into turn five i was yeah. gonna say like i thought it was gonna be a three like the hawk yeah and that would be a little more you know disruptive or because you can get it out screw them over early in the game <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i feel like it'd be better as like a one cost like regardless right that's strange well, yeah like, we want it to be lower because you can play it earlier because your turn five is a big turn and you're gonna just gamble it on the bear to yeah. do something annoying. Yeah, I don't know. Strange card. I don't. Oh, Snowhawk is a girl, not a guy. Oops. I was thinking. But I was reading. So Glenn confirmed that it starts in the loop from Hawk first. Oh, okay. Uh, before, so back and forth Hawk, Bear, Hawk, Bear. And he's saying that. Um, if it gets shuffled into your deck as bear, when you draw it again, it will be the bear. Okay. And then if you don't play it, that turn, like we drew it again, then it changes to hawk as like the example. Hmm. And there would be um, someone else asked, like, could you, because this happens in heart, oh, there's a similar card in Hearthstone. Right. And the, there were local, in the cases where you could get a random card generated, sometimes you could end up with the base card. So you would end up with one, two snow guard, like basically a useless card. Okay. Which is not what sucks. Like it's, but Glenn is saying that um, that won't happen. You'll, you'll get like the bird or the bear. Yes. He's saying it will return to your hand as Hawk. And then change to bear before you begin playing cards for the next turn if you bounce him back. So if you pick him up with Beast or if you play him to Luke Spar. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever animal he has, it will come back as that animal. And then the next turn, he'll change into a different animal. So if he's bear and you play him into Luke Spar, he'll come back as bear. And then turn six, he'll be hawk. 
So she's Canadian. No guard? She's from none of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get, were you able to find like uh, her backstory? Uh, no, just briefly. She's like a newer uh, character. Um, so her real name is Amka Aliak. So she's an Inuk teenager uh, living in Nunavut, Canada. Um, but yeah, her first appearance was in 2018. So it's not from any of the comic books we read. That's good. That's some diversity there. Yeah. Go, go more Canadian uh, Marvel superheroes. Well, yeah. I, I mean, if they release like any of the Alpha Flight characters, which is like the Canadian <laughs> Avengers, I would like yeah, to get those yeah. cards. If there's a Captain Canada. I'm like, I have to get Captain Canada. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't. This is uh, Snow Guard isn't really a card on my radar. If I get her, cool. But I don't think I would even play her. This seems really trolly. Yeah. Well, it's 50 52 because it might not be in the form that you need it in on the turn that you need that you want to play it out on, right? Like, yeah, because it's if you don't get it on, um, it's turn four and you, you it's bare form, but you need it to do the location thing, right? <laughs> yeah. it's five, it, five, it costs five, so you're screwed. That's true, yeah, because you won't, it's not like you will get Snow Guard right away, right? So. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. The The effects aren't mm. uh, worth it enough to basically dice roll every time. Yeah. Mm -mm. Not for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say pass as well. It's not like Shadow King bad, <laughs> but it's, yeah, definitely not 6K. Yeah, so as all a, of these are getting released as, as Series 5 again, so they're all going to cost 6,000 tokens in the shop, which is not, which is pretty steep price. We'll yeah. keep that in mind as well. I mean, she'll be good for trolls, right? Good for like content, but I don't know. Edge, edge cases, yeah. I don't know. Okay. Okay, and then the last card this month, April 25th, is. Or 24th, sorry, I got the dates all wrong here. 24th is Stagron. So Stagron is a, a four cost, five power, and has an on reveal effect of move an enemy card from here to another location. Right. So I had some questions and we were chatting on Twitter before Glenn um, helped us out to confirm, but basically, the word random is not used on the card. Oh, okay. So it wasn't clear if um, if the enemy card that it picks is random, as well as if the location, that it, the destination of the card is also random. Oh, okay. So I was thinking if you could handpick the card right. and handpick where to move it, that would yes. be very good, like broken almost. Yeah, that would be broken. Versus a random card gets moved to a random location. Uh, so or some it, permutation of that. So is it confirmed that it's random random? 
Yeah, so Glenn just conf- he replied and he's like, it's random everything. Yeah, because if you play Stegron and then you play Kingpin, you can just pick a card to destroy, right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like yeah. your choice for four cost. <laughs> yeah. So random, random makes it fair. Okay. Uh, and it's the difference from, say, Juggernaut is that Juggernaut moves only, remember the cards that are played on the same turn as Juggernaut? Right. Whereas Stegron is moving a card that has already been played. I think okay. again. I don't think it can move a face down card like Juggernaut, right? Mm, Movement. Well, it says move an enemy card. Well, maybe, maybe that's a question for Glenn. We should we should have asked them. So, like, so yeah. So, say if you play them on a location where they already have two cards face up and one card face down, but you're flipping first, right? Could that face down card get be in the one of three pool? To be selected randomly to get bumped, or is it only the face up cards? Based on the description, I would imagine it'd be a face down card as well because it says move an enemy card, not just like a played card. But yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, hard to say. You can move two cards if you play them on Wong. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, or you can Odin him, right? And shoot off another card. That might be a good play. Uh, four stagger on five, whatever, six Odin. Yeah. yeah. Or, what's it? No, four stagger on five, absorbing man, six Odin. <laughs> Keep everybody out. <laughs> right? Yeah, you can basically just kick all those cards out. So you play stagger on, he kicks out a random card. You play mm-hmm. absorbing man, which copies the ability of the last card you play on a different lane. You kick out another card. And then you have Odin, which... Uh, you know, makes your on review cards go again. You just pick whatever lane you're losing and kick out that card too. Although he might get kicked into the other Stegron lane, so that might not work. Oh, wait, sorry. I was assuming, yeah, Absorbing Man doesn't have to be in the same lane. Absorbing Man can be in a yeah. different lane. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, but technically you could kick out all the cards, right? <laughs> I, I was thinking when you're saying that, like, yeah, just keep dumping them into the same lane. <laughs> no, out, out. Um, not it's an interesting card. It's like a better juggernaut. Yeah, it, I'm just thinking like where, so it won't be good against those hit monkey zoo decks because you have nowhere to put the card, right? But it could be good against. Will it be like? Will this card stop Shuri Red Skull meta, or is it not real? If it could stop if if they're trying to protect with armor and not Cosmo in that because they always do one of the one or the other, right? Mm, you can't kick armor. Out, you can't kick out Cosmo because he'll stop your on reveal, right? That's what I mean. But if it's an armor, if they're trying to protect with armor, you could yes. use Stegron to uh, 50-50 basically. You're either going to kick out the high card or right. you kick out armor. Um. So like it's a coin flip to it's, a, it's two you have to have two coin flips go right. You have to have them protect mm. with armor instead of cosmo. Right. And then you have to hope Stegron picks the big card to kick out and not the little then there could be a Titania in there too, who knows. Yeah. I mean ideally you want to kick Taskmaster and Red Skull into a single lane. Yeah. So you can win the other two lanes. 
but it's random, right? Right. Well, yeah, most... So yeah, yeah, it's ra- It's three coin flips because the third coin flip is even if it picks <laughs> the right card, you want it to go to the right location. Yeah, the, the correct lane. I mean, uh, most people too many. That's too many coin flips to win. Yeah, I mean, he's interesting. He, I feel like he's better than Snowguard. Yes. Um... No, I would. Yeah. So this would have been an instant buy for me if it, if I could have hand picked in that lane. I just move faster. <laughs> like okay, I put him. <laughs> Put him in the corner of the red skull. Thank you. Yeah, that's it's that would be button. too broken, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. after talking about you know Baby Shark, Snowguard, and Stagron, you still have Baby Shark as your your top pick for the month. Yes, hundred percent, Baby Shark. And then Snowguard's a pass. And what's Stagron mm-hmm. on the fence? Yeah, I mean, if I get him, cool. Like I might find a way to use him, but. I wouldn't um I wouldn't necessarily spend six thousand collector tokens on Vincent Stegron. Oh Vincent, that's this animal creature's first name. Yeah, he's actually not an animal. He's uh he's a scientist. So he worked with Kurt Connor, the lizard. Ah uh, um so Dr. You, Connor. Yeah, so Dr. Connor uses lizard DNA to power himself up, and Vincent Stegron was like, you know what? I'll use dinosaur DNA to power myself up. So that's how he became a dinosaur. Um, is and then he, what kind of dinosaur is this? Is that... I, he's a human dinosaur. <laughs> I don't know. He, My son he, would look at this. He'd like he'd say like oh, that's not a real dinosaur. What is that? Look, looks like like a lizard. He basically injected himself with dinosaur DNA, and now he can control dinosaurs. So like dinosaurs exist in the Marvel universe in the Savage Land, which is like yes. this area that um, is not affected by time or, or it's like stuck in like the dinosaur ages yeah. so he, he has the power to command dinosaurs so he's like I don't know a dinosaur Aquaman basically I've seen I've seen the book or read the book where they open the portal into Central Park <laughs> just dump a bunch City of dinosaurs and then, yeah and there's dinosaurs and then like the, the Avengers who are in the middle of having their picnic have to stop and fight them all <laughs> and throw them back into the portal <laughs> but I don't think Stegron was on that up on that uh, story when I read it to my son. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that, that's okay. his backstory. That's a good one. Yeah. These ones, I'm going to say pass on all three because I have, I know for next month, I still want to buy those three, three or four cards. Okay. And I can't be uh, burning money on Baby Shark, Pink Fong, or Random Dinosaur. Okay, you say that now. You know, I'll, I'll talk to you again when you start losing a baby shark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. Okay, so with the, those are the four new cards, and um, also with every season's pass or news, we get new locations. And this month, there's there's only been announced two, which is down from the usual like three or four. But right. Um, with that being said, the two locations are the well. The first one is the Pets Mansion, and the Pet Mansion reads. This turn, all cards must be played here. Okay. Okay, so this is a little different than like no cards being played allowed here. Or no crap, yeah, no cards about it. Yeah. Um there's so there's location where on like a critical turn. Yeah, there's that location already where it's like turn five, well, all card. cards must be played here. So yeah, but that like gives you a little you know, worst case, it flips up turn three, and you can still plan around it because you know it's coming. Right. Uh, no, but it's like as soon as this turns up, right? This turn. 
So as soon as this becomes active, then you got to play here. Yeah. Except if you have Baby Shark, I guess, right? Yes, that's true. <laughs> you can play Baby Shark anywhere. Um, this would be a candidate for um, Snow Bear to activate. Yeah. So you're trying to upsell Snow Bear again? Snow Guard? <laughs> I'm Snow just Bear? saying, like, you could play Snow Bear here and force everybody to play here, but why? I don't know. No particular reason. Uh, Wait, but if you do it, or is it the turn that it flips up, or it's the su it's the subsequent turn? Right? It's the subsequent then, turn. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. I could see. You know, like, like what? So, in the one in two hundred chance that this location comes up in your game, or not one, I guess three in two hundred because it's three. Right. Um, you can do, and then the fifty-fifty bear hawk. Yeah, you have to make sure he's bare on turn five, right? Because he's five cost. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's yeah. a, not annoying. You can. It could swing like, games. I feel right. It definitely can swing games. Yeah, you just but gotta deal with it. Yeah, but I mean, it's like the first three turns, anyways, right? It's either turn one, turn two, or turn three that you have to play here. Oh, that's a good point. It's never right. gonna flip up on turn six unless if someone yeah. turn changes it into it on turn six. Yeah, that's true. If you like get a bad Scarlet Witch play, then yeah, that could be it. I mean, I don't think it's like too like no, no, but you're right. No, what you said is valid. Like in the common pot, the, the most frequent like time it will come up will be on one, two, or three. Right. And then that's not too like bad to overcome if he screws you over. Yeah, like turn one, most people play on the left most lane anyways. Yeah, or, or pass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then, yeah, I don't think it's too much of a game changer. Um, the next location is called the Sandbar, and that is cards with abilities can't be played here unless you play Jeff the Baby Land Shark. Oh, I thought this was the car cards without abilities. So cards with abilities. So cards with abilities cannot be played here. So you can only play cards with abilities. Sorry, you can only play cards without abilities. So you can yeah, play yeah. your Cyclops on Sandbar. You can play your Misty Knight on Sandbar. You can play your Thing on Sandbar, etc., etc. But anything else? No. Except for Jeff. How many Everything times except for Jeff? How many Jeff times can you say except for Jeff? Like <laughs> <laughs> but for Jeff. Jeff's a good card. Yeah, I don't I don't play a lot of Patriot. Okay. So I don't usually use any of those cards. Well then you're screwed. Exactly. And then the only I'm just like in the bounce um Hitmonkey deck, there's a hood which generates a demon, which is technically no ability. Okay, you can play demon. And Mysterio clones are technically no no ability, because so they would pop up here, but... Okay, but they would pop um, up there regardless, right? No, well, they mean, versus a location that just says, like, cards can't be here, right? Like, Yeah, but if it says cards can't be played here, like, those clones will show up there anyways. Right, it's only cards. It's only locations yeah. that say like, no cards can be put here. It's the verb played versus yeah. not or can't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Unless yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Jeff the baby shark. <laughs> um, yeah. This could be annoying. It's basically a no-play location. Yeah. Or is this going to... So we don't have dates against these locations yet. It's right. going to be 24 hours of Patriot Hell when this gets like launched as a hot location, basically, right? <laughs> and then it go and it goes away, then it will just go back to playing whatever regular decks. Yeah. Yeah, so get um, everyone get your Patriot deck ready. Uh, and then when they whenever this drops, we'll we'll be ready. Yeah, you can play rocks into here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so don't don't play like rock sliding cork on those or uh, what's it called? Black does Black Widow's Widow Bite count as a no ability card? No, because it says uh Right, there's a word can't. there's a yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh you can play debris. Right. Oh, debris just shows up anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, dust off your missing knights, dust off your things, your abominations. You think sometimes they make these? They Hulk make them card. only to have them as a hot location to then force people to switch around like new decks for a very like closed short time period. I think so. Versus um, having it just j exist as a general in general play type location, I think that's why they do hot locations. Just shake it up a bit. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, like bar of no name, right? Everybody. So, which is like lowest card wins here. So everybody had to put like Rhino in their deck and Scarlet Witch just to change it. You know, and it changes it up a bit. Or Shuri into Hood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that works too. Or somebody did to me, they played like Jessica Jones into it, and I thought, okay, that's really strange. Why would okay. you do that? Right. And then they kicked her over? Yeah. Then they used Viper <laughs> to give it to me. And so, I was like, okay, well, that's good for you. But I was winning the other two lanes. Like, they were. So, I just thought like I've never seen that. I didn't it made no sense until like okay, fine, that that's why you were it made such an idiot play. So when that was a feature location, I just put Quake in my deck. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I played no cards until turn six. And I just played Quake in the middle. So Bar of No Name moved to a location that he was winning, which means the lowest card. Lowest power wins, so I had zero on that, zero. so I won. <laughs> and because nobody had played where Bar of No Name was, Quake won that location. Right, because so you were both trying to be the lo lowest. Right. <laughs> by staying so, zero. So I was able to win a game with just one card. Play nothing. That else. is a good troll. And that's never <laughs> going to happen. How in what kind of game without that location? Because you yeah. win by playing literally just one card. Yeah, maybe. No, I, I mean. Or no, you'd have that combination of like what is it, TVA and what's the other one that you can't play here, and only one card can be played here. <laughs> yeah, but you still have to play two cards to win, right? Well, no, you in theory, you could play one, and then we win on a tiebreaker. Technically, in yeah. theory, or you could so rare, like you can luck out on a Galactus, right? If nobody plays there, yeah. Very rare can you win with just one card and literally one card. So, yeah, I think they put these locations just so 
you can change up the meta once in a while or just to mess with people or just to make some meme videos. Yeah, it's like the... I, I like to think of it as the... It's the third player in the game sometimes. Like it's right. you versus your opponent versus the locations. And the yeah. location can be thought of as... There's... I would like to think though think of it as neutral, but sometimes I feel there could be taking sides. <laughs> Depending on the decks that you're playing and the locations that show up. So I mean they do affect both players. That's yeah, but both players have to deal with it. So it's like like you said, you have to just eat it. You have to just Yeah. But that's what makes Marvel Snap Snap. Like the other or at least Hearthstone where I'm coming from, there was no third player it was a clear one-on-one -on -one game with the traditional rng of the draw yeah elements but this yeah we have the third player in the in the game with the locations yeah it makes the game unique so like i think that's why like even players who let's say aren't as seasoned they still have a chance of winning because of the locations they just you know fit the particular deck they're playing Yeah, but that's good and bad because then, at the, at the real high level, some if there was a way if they voted to like disable or not even allow certain locations in the tournament type uh, mode because they're right. not fun to play with, they're not fun to watch. Yeah, but that would that would be like that would require like a whole different system, right? Like a tournament mode because you can't just yeah, it has to be like a feature in the app. Uh, yeah, to enable it. Yeah, it's like you can't just like, oh, unfavorable location, let's uh, start over again, right? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Like halfway through turn three, like restart. Oh, no, no, no. Restart. <laughs> yeah, this kid doesn't count. Sorry. <laughs> what are you talking about? I got Galactus in my hand. No, no yeah, it has yeah. to be done at the, the mode level. Yeah. So <laughs> you wouldn't work out. That's funny. It's sort of like different assumptions. I was thinking in my head, like, of course, it has to be a mode. Like, who would stop the tournament mid game? <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop everything. You know, it's bar of no name. Restart. It's not allowed. Like, what kind, of, what kind of tournament would that be? That would take forever. The amount of times you get unfavorable locations. Oh, by the way, there was a winner of a tournament. Okay. It was the $3,000 tournament that happened. I don't remember the sponsor's name. I'm sorry, but it was, um, I believe it was Jeff Hoagland in the winner final, right? And in the loser final, um, it was a streamer named Dara Jan from New yes. York City. Yes. And he won. Dara won. Oh, nice. And he won with a Master Mold deck that had Dino and Ronin as the big cards. Okay. And you sort of played out like a typical um devil dino deck right i didn't watch it i just saw the result and i thought wow because hoagland went through the tournament didn't lose a single game on winners with the beast bounce deck right and then he when they were allowed to resubmit their decks because it happened like after the patch hit oh okay so then when he resubmitted he decided to Go with a complete he, he no more beast bounce and he went with like a negasonic dark hawk type of like uh, control deck oh okay and then he got 
eaten up alive by master mold. Basically, I I wish I watched it. Um... So if I remember correctly, Dara is that I think I watched one of his videos where he was doing the whole uh, Kang reset. So he locked somebody in. Yeah, it was I believe the guy that did that. Yeah. Yeah. So he locked somebody in for like I don't know how long, but eventually he got I guess temporarily banned from the game. Yeah, then he he's obviously back and yeah. allowed to play. Play, yeah. I'm what? Okay, it's on YouTube. It's nine eight three media. Um, even after the tournament, he wasn't saying. He's like, I hope people like will buy Master Mold or think about <laughs> not buy it. We'll think about him as a car. Like I got him. He's sort of fun, but I'm not saying like it's game changing. It just. The only time I encountered a Master Mold deck is when I was playing like Collector Hitmonkey. So he kept giving me Sentinels. So I just kept playing it and Collector kept getting powered up, powered up, powered up. So it kind of worked out in my favor. But I could see how it's annoying, like getting your. It is annoying clogged. to like, <laughs> yeah, you basically stop drawing and you have to hope that the cards that were already in your hand will be enough to. Like the synergies are still there and it's enough to win. Yeah. Because the Sentinels, you'll just have to. Yeah, you can't really you, you play them you two, three, two, three, and then get more, get the same back. Yeah. Um, yeah, short of destroying them with Modoc or like intentionally playing them in. Or even if you play them in a place where they get destroyed, they're unrevealable. Just put another Sentinel in your hand, right? Yeah, you'd have to hide them. On a Cosmo, if you have one or they have one, or on a location that doesn't reveal, um, it sucks. It's I, I think I've only ran into it like a couple times when I lost both games because <laughs> I just couldn't get my cards out and yeah. I didn't have anything to else to play out. I mean, if if I got Master Mode, I would play him on Wong. <laughs> right? How do you get rid of four sentinels? You can't. He's got to deal with it. Yeah. So, like one of these games, he had uh, Dara had Sinister London. Oh. So he played just Master Mold on that. Yeah, and then Hoglin's holding like a She Hulk <laughs> and four sentinels, and he's <laughs> just like hates his life. <laughs> okay. So that was it. That was the tournament. Like it was I thought it was interesting that to hear that this uh, very niche basically nobody card that nobody has you know he's able to come through with it um but with uh anyways with the the new season also came new bundles and we had a very uh funny april fools bundle come and go and that was the rock avatar <laughs> not like wayne johnson but like the rock like the picture of the rock that throw throws in your deck Right. And it was 400 gold. And I honestly cannot believe how many how many people I saw like tweeting, posting about the fact that they bought this thing. I honestly seriously considered buying it. Why though? Like I don't know. I just I just want to flex. I just want it's April Fools. I just want to buy rock. If he was like, if it was a card, I would hundred percent buy that card. But it was just an avatar. And a a card, like a card that you would add to your deck, like a one yeah, zero. <laughs> like I can play rock. I would definitely buy a rock card. 
and just make it work but it wasn't a card but i mean for the amount of people that were complaining about you know bundles and stuff like that the amount of people that actually bought rock is like staggering that's what i'm saying we go one <laughs> week where it's yeah, like what do you guys like stop gouging us and then like okay i'll just buy a picture of a rock <laughs> that i can as my avatar for 400 gold pure purely cosmetic does not give me like an upper edge yeah that doesn't make no sense to me and i so yeah for my case i don't see value in cosmetics so i never buy them right and uh yeah i think the the feedback i mean ultimately it's good to get positive sentiment around the game and, and make people those people happy but i just was surprised to see how many people were were buying this one yeah people love the rock <laughs> like rock they did a whole like write-up on rock for april fools uh for the history of rock and marvel comics it was just like a whole bunch of oh i think i'm <laughs> yeah there's so much of like nonsense appearances of rock and stuff like that i saw like um it was like a mini contest on discord where um i think it was gauze Right. Was posting like give me a screenshot of who can ever who can which game can get can you sorry who can get the most rocks on the board in a single game <laughs> and i think that someone was able to get like all except for one or two using obviously debris and you have to have um on reveal effects twice or the one that um play card here and have a copy right and then just the whole board is like rock, 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 rock. And then you have to hope someone else plays a rock, I guess. And then that like, <laughs> so out of yeah. like 12, out of 12, 24 slots, it was like, cause he was posting like 15, like that's the new records. Who can be 15 total rocks? <laughs> so I wonder if you can get a game with 24 rocks. That you would, would have like... to like get debris and then debris would have to somehow get destroyed or no return to your hand no like how would you get her she'd have to be oh you can't play debris the there's no i mean unless all three locations were like um no it wouldn't work even if it you was would, collapsed mine right you would end up skipping a turn and it would be destroyed i don't think there's any way to get 24 rocks on the board Unless rock was actually a card. Well, it is if you draw it. But the, to draw it, you need to play, like, or someone else needs to play chord or whatever. Oh, no, you can get that location that says shuffle five rocks into your deck, yeah. and then so, you get those five rocks. If you get that, and then you get the and location then, where, like, whatever card you play here gets copied to another one, and then yeah. the third one is, like, Sinister London. So you could do it that way. <laughs> okay, so you play four into the copy, so it copies, and then you play the one into sinister. Yeah, or you play sinister first to fill it up, and then Sorry, the copy okay, that will... guarantees that guarantees yeah. the copy doesn't go in there. Right, and then the there other. There you one... go. The, the troll math has arrived at the conclusion that it is theoretically possible <laughs> to get to get right. twenty four, and then both players have to be in sync to do the same. Thing. <laughs> right, there's synchronous trolling. <laughs> Yeah, so technically it is possible. I would love to see that in a meme video or anything. Oh my god. You gotta post it. We gotta battle mode it until we get... <laughs> you gotta do like a hundred battles, right? Just to get oh those god. particular locations. Uh, 
That's a three. That's a statistics like three choose two hundred. What what is that? I wonder. <laughs> It'd be very rare. Is it a permutation? No, it's there's a. Technically, you could do a kitty pride. That location where if you play a card here, you get a rock into your hand or three rocks. That's a combination calculator. Number of items three. Number. Number of n is two hundred. Let's say select three. Order is not important. No repeating. No identical. What's the? Yeah. So if Kitty Pride was still a thing, and you get that location is like shuffle three rocks into your hand when you play that, you can do that too because you can bring Kitty Pride back and just play rock. Oh. Kitty Pride. All right, two hundred sample is three. Number is really big. That just doesn't, doesn't make sense. And let's are... let's just say it would be an astronomical feat to get this done. Right. Not withstanding, like you could do it in battle mode, but like just to get like a random opponent to agree to do all rocks as well. Yeah. Well, I'm doing the wrong calculator. Okay, no. So there's okay when you're say there's 200 locations and you have you want to pick three random ones. There's probably okay. slightly more than two, three, 200. Right. So it's 1.3 million different outcomes. Like, <laughs> so we need we would need one in one point. No, I mean not one. We would need three in 1.3 million because it doesn't matter what order they show right. up. Yeah, that's. We, you might as well go open a chest and hope for a season five card. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, I'm saying that someone's going to post a video of all rocks now. Well, that way, that was the first bundle of the month, April 1st, April Fools. And then following that, there was another bundle that was the, the continued on with the, the Token Tuesday. And, and then also the, um, the Throg bundle. So the Throg bundle was priced at 7,000 gold, and you got 3,000 tokens. 7,000 credits, and you got a picture of Thor as a frog, aka the Throg uh, variant. Oh, T H R O G. Sorry? Oh, T H R O G. Throg. Throg. Yeah, isn't that what I said? Yeah. Oh, T H R O G. Throg. Throg. The Frog of Thunder. And you got a title and some boosters. Uh, I bought this bundle because I wanted the credits. Or sorry, the tokens. I didn't care. I thought the frog looked kind of funny. Okay. And then I learned that the frog, Throg, exists. is a real Marvel character. It wasn't that somebody drew a frog because it was animals. Assemble season. Yeah, All the animals, like... Versions are like in the comics 
like one way or another. These versions. So for those who don't know, I'll just read verbatim what I copy and pasted from doing some uh, research online. And there was um, a man named Simon Walterson. And Simon lost his wife and unborn child, leaving him into a deep depression. And he uh, ended up, you know, seeking, wanted to speak with someone and saw, I found a witch with connections to the afterlife. And the witch allowed Simon to speak with his wife, but Simon was not able to pay the witch for her services. So as a punishment for not being able to pay, the witch transformed Simon into a frog. Hmm. So now as a frog, Simon took the name Puddle Gulp. And uh, Puddle Gulp ended up going on a war with rats. And in the rat battle, he encountered Thor, who at that point has was also turned into a frog. Okay. And okay, so the story doesn't explain how Thor arrived to be in a frog. But uh, in that battle, a piece of Thor's hammer, Mjolnir, is chipped off, and that piece of the hammer, Puddlegup, was able to lift it, and then in doing so, Puddlegup got power of Thor. And that's how he transformed into Throg, the frog god of thunder. <laughs> so Frog Incred was able incredible to, story there. <laughs> so Frog was able to pick up Mjolnir. A chipped portion of the Mjolnir uh, hammer. And then the eyes of the hammer, you you were you're worthy because you picked me up and, and here here you go. I thought the car looked kind of cool, actually. The variant? Yeah, and I, I did something really stupid because I don't get variants that often. The um the pack gave you Thor boosters. Right. And you were supposed to use them, I think. Most people did anyways, on the variant that you just got. <laughs> and I was using it on my base card. Oh, I see. Because I was like half asleep. Just like whatever. And then halfway through I realized like, wait, why did I no, I want my I don't want the gray border on the first card i need I, on i want like maybe i can get it inked or maybe i can get it you know looking pretty slick so now i'm gonna i saw a version of the hit monkey deck with thor so i'm gonna use that to get more boosters so i can finish my uh my upgrade path yeah an ink version of uh frog would be pretty cool probably get a lot of star emojis for that yeah, so it's it's a fun thing. It's good that they've included it. They went through the efforts of finding all of these obscure iterations or versions of the or animal equivalents of the characters. Yeah. To to give us give us these. So that's I mean that's the bundles we've seen so far. Um, so by the way, there's a nice chart over at Marvel Snap Zone where they've summarized what the uh, offerings are so we won't get into um all the metrics are there like especially the cost uh, token per gold cost uh unit cost ratio which is the one i care about because i'm trying to collect tokens but also like other um quantitative measures like how much progress it gives you or or how many cosmetics you get um, just know that by the time you're listening to this 
we'll have um or by the time you hear us next we'll have another token tuesday pass through so those are always good to get because you're for the unit cost basis of you know close to 0.9 um tokens per gold and then we're going to have this something called the awe avengers for five dollars now so not gold for five dollars on april the 8th you'll get what is it? A bunch of boosters and some variants. Yeah, so three variants, three avatars. Um, oh, is this like where Captain America is a, an animal and Ant-Man is an animal? Yeah. Like in the trailer? Yeah, so it's probably three random variants, I'm assuming. Uh, no, I see it as Mr. Fantastic, Ant-Man, and Captain America. That's okay. in Snap Zone. Okay, so you get like the giraffe, Mr. Fantastic, and the ant, Ant-Man. And what's Captain America? Cat? I Dog. think so. I'm trying to find the picture I sent. Captain America looks like a cheetah, panther, cat thing. Okay. With a very long tail. Mr. Fantastic is a moose. And Ant-Man was a chicken? Rooster? I thought he was an ant. Oh, maybe, yeah, why would he be a rooster? <laughs> yeah, he is an he's holding <laughs> yeah, he's, a, an he's holding a cookie in the trailer video. Yeah. Um, I mean it's 5 bucks, it's not bad. I mean, for all you people that spent 400 gold on a rock. Right? Well, 400 gold is is it quite $5? I don't know, is that 399? It's seven Canadian um It's either four or five US. Yeah, so Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically the same. Yeah, if you're buying the gold for a rock, you can buy this for five dollars and get three animal variants. It's not bad if you like the um, variants or the art style, or just the lore. Yeah, so it's all part of the. collection building your card collection the journey as they ben broad likes to say <laughs> um i'm sorry i'm just trying to find the u.s cost for u.s dollar cost for this probably five bucks So yeah, like, four forty nine. Yeah, four ninety nine. Four ninety nine. Five dollars. Sorry. Yeah, it's not bad. If you like, it's that the psychology, thing. like you said, the psychology between five dollars or four hundred gold. <laughs> people won't as easily part with five dollars. Yeah. So, anyways, those are the bundles. Um, the unit costs are important to keep track of or to know because that's where you're getting the value. And um, another thing that maybe will help uh, listeners or, or me and, and Kaima in general, we did this too when trying to figure out how much money we'd have to invest to obtain certain cards. It's hard. It's a little convoluted with the many in-game currencies that exist 
and that's done on purpose and i kind of want to cover this or as a follow-up for the last um tweet thread or summary that i did but they talk about like the, the game within the game that is marvel snap with how monetization and the economy and what the developers or the um the companies are doing to trying to maximize their revenues so one trick that they do trick is to, to by offering all the many current the currencies and the many exchange rates it gets sometimes confusing or difficult to keep track of what those equate to in real world dollars so we did a handy uh well we use the conversion we just did a conversion calculator to figure out like we know the token um cost per gold on the bundles but what is that on a per dollar basis and then that will tell you how much money you need to spend to buy a series five card in this case because that's those are the the ones that cost we want to save up the most on and so long long story short if um if you only buy if you only get the tokens with those bundles that we were just mentioning so token tuesdays or or the big token bundle sorry we didn't even talk about that there's a big token bundle coming later this month for 5000 gold you get 4500 tokens that's going to be at the end of the month now that again is close to it's 0.9 unit cost uh, close to one to one but um if you only buy token tuesdays and the tokens bundle you're you're spending a total of um about a hundred so it's a hundred bucks for the token bundle and that's about a hundred just under a hundred dollars us for the token tuesday bundles and at a unit cost of again 0.9 so the token bundle plus all the token tuesdays you'll get almost seven thousand tokens you get sixty nine thousand tokens that's enough to get one card one series five card if you buy both of those yeah so yeah if you were to pay like real money to get the gold for those tokens correct yeah so this is like ignoring all of the chests and um i guess tokens only come from the chest so you don't get them from missions or anywhere else so mm, assuming no. that you do not open any chest like you you just want that card today and the only way that presumably to acquire it or one faster way to acquire it is through these offerings that is um the real world cost and um i mean of course if you ultimately want the card or you can get the card ultimately for free if you wait long enough but that's sucks so <laughs> to remove that pain point they want the companies want you to spend money for the most part like you can easily get the gold to buy every token tuesday just by playing right so yeah. like case in point like i spent six thousand collectors tokens on kitty pride no refunds uh but that was all collected through tuny tuesdays like i've never purchased gold ever um so i've just been saving up with the token tuesdays and then so i bought after i bought only in that yeah 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 and then after i bought kitty pride you know and going through the caches and spending gold and token tuesdays i'm back up at three thousand collector tokens now without spending a dime um so oh like, already yeah 
because I opened like some caches. I got like 600 tokens here, 100 tokens here. That's pretty good. That's like in a week ish. You yeah, bought it last week. Yeah, whenever Kitty Pride came out, I spent the 6,000. And wow. then I'm back at 3,000 now. You know, I did get lucky with a couple of like high collector token caches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you can get these tokens without paying just by playing the game. Yeah, so this was that's good. That's good to mention. Like the, the supplement, obviously, you would all the more you play, um, the more chance you get of opening the caches of having the uh, two, 200 to 600 tokens if you're series three complete, and that will obviously offset the cost of having real world dollars having to spend those, right? But it's less. Um, how do you call it? Like when you go to the grocery store and they put the unit costs on all the things that you buy. Yeah, but they they don't do that here with especially dollars because then the psychological effect of like maybe some people will be less inclined to wanting to even bother at that point, right? Uh, to spend. But I mean, like having the new season restart also helps because you get a bunch of credits right at the beginning. Um, you can use those credits to bump up your collection level and you start opening those chests and they contain collectors. Oh, chapters. yeah. It's like after you play the 10 games, you mean, right? And then yeah. you can go, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go click, 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 click. You collect all those credits. You get your weekly credits. You start opening up those chests. You get your collector's tokens. Yeah. So, so okay. So I'm series three complete. And the only thing I bought were seasons passes. And I never played the beta. I started this game in what October, something like that. End of October, yeah. End of October, and the I'm series October, yeah. Series three complete. So you can get these cards just by playing. Right? And now that they changed the shop, so you get a free series three card like every month, while continuing to open cards on the collection ladder. Like it's possible to get all these cards, and then you just save up for. Obviously, you can't get all the series five cards, right? That's a lot of tokens, but save up for the ones that you want. Yeah, it's really crucial. I have to, um, even Negasonic to a certain. The Ghost for sure regret Negasonic a little bit regret, but it was fun while I played her. But now, like she just basically disappeared back into the pile, and there's my six K tokens, and I can't do anything. <laughs> So that's why yeah. this month, especially, like, I just not, I have to try to stay strong and not be lured in by the clip videos or TikToks or whatever. <laughs> and just yeah. go after what I, for sure, minimum I feel next month is two cards, if not like four cards. Yeah. So just trying to do some math, do some saving, do some um, planning and optimizing so that I don't have to overspend unnecessarily right now now see you spent six thousand uh collector tokens on a card but at least you can still play that card i spent six thousand tokens on a card that i can no longer play <laughs> and wonder what why is that oh hey sorry before we go <laughs> before we jump to that I, lot, closing out the bundle buying I, I gotta give a shout out here so there was uh the last thing is that okay so we've did some math on how much it costs you know you're looking at a hundred bucks for for every you know it uh sorry every like 
2000 for all the bundles or for the big token bundle but that's like per they all barely get you a season five card so what can you do to save some money so there's twitter user shout out andy san at it was a ghost this person suggested that i buy the tokens or buy the gold directly from second dinner and you do that from their website secondinner.com and you click in the top right there's a little shopping cart or like a shop or buy now you click that you enter your player id and voila you have all of the same offerings on the app that you would you can see on the the site and i tried this before i mean i saw it before but i assumed that i it wouldn't i wouldn't be allowed to check out because when you another picker is the currency and most most of the currencies are, that are available are like Southeast Asian countries, right? And some South American countries. And I assumed that it would just block me, but he said, no, like you can, as long as your credit card that you enter accepts foreign, foreign payments. And even better, if your credit card doesn't have any FX, uh, foreign transaction fees, it will right. process the sale and then have the gold show up in your account. And in some cases, um, depending on the country that you live in, but so he, um, for his currency, and then for me, like living in Canada, we had the Canadian dollar was the strongest against the Philippine peso right. on an exchange rate basis, giving me like, you know, 10% cheaper on an equivalent Canadian dollar amount. And then also on a local sales tax, um, it recognized it. That I, I didn't charge me the local. We have like a thirteen percent sale tax where we live, and it didn't charge me that either. And then you layer in your if your credit card doesn't charge you foreign transaction fees, then you get another like squeeze at a few more basis points, <laughs> and then you're looking like twenty twenty five percent savings uh, from buying it in in the app. Okay, that's a good tip if you're uh, looking to buy gold. So if you're looking to buy gold, you can do it that way. And I'm, by the way, I'm not an accountant. I'm not a lawyer. I don't even know, to be honest, how second dinner can get away with this because you typically have to <laughs> respect the jurisdiction that you're doing business in and, and apply the applicable like sales, the taxes, but they're able to not. So hmm. it has something to do for sure with NetEase and their payment processor because of the countries. I don't know. But like, yeah, you can go to the site. You don't need a VPN. You don't need to do any tricks. You just go to the site. You put in your player ID. Say you want to buy gold and uh, pick. You can do some currency games and figure out if, depending where you live. Most of our viewers are in US or Canada. Like the, it seems the Philippine peso seems to be the, the most efficient one based on like today's exchange rates, current exchange rates to, to do this against. Right. And that's like could be up to 20%. Um, depending on how much sales taxes to in your state or province. Right. We are not financial advisors, and this is go. not financial advice, but buy your golden pesos. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a way that you could uh, think about uh, going about getting the bundles, but if not, um, but what's the point of buying the cards when they're going to disable them, Kaima? <laughs> there is no point. <laughs> there is no point. And now we get into the topic of Kitty Pride. Yeah, it was so last week we recorded, you got to play with her. Mm -hmm. And we talked about it. And then yep. the next day I was about to release the 
I was literally about to release the podcast and I saw the notification come off my phone, the Discord announcement. And, and I was going to ignore it, but it was snap related, so I, I look at it. And then Glenn tells us, Oh, sorry guys. So then he says in a tweet, was it a tweet or a message? We've temporarily we've temporarily disabled Kitty Pride while we resolve an issue that sometimes results in a game crash when playing against Kitty Pride. Players cannot queue into matches with Kitty Pride in their deck, and we removed her from random card generation abilities. Kitty Pride will also not show in future card uh, rotations in the token shop, and players who currently have her in the shop will receive an error when trying to purchase the card. We're sorry for the inconvenience and will compensate all players at a future date. We're working hard to resolve this issue and will provide updates as we learn more information. Thank you for being so patient with us as we troubleshoot this issue. So, yeah, I mean, just I saw this tweet and, and then it's been a week. Yeah, it's and been there hasn't been any updates since this. It's been a week. It's been a new season. So when I saw Kitty Pride, I thought right away she would have great synergy with Hitmonkey. So I built a deck around her and Hitmonkey. I spent my 6,000 tokens. And then they disabled her because she was causing some sort of crash. I mean, can cause this crashes too, but anyways. Um, so I was not even play Kitty Pride. And I get it. Crashes happen. I'm not a game developer. You know, it can be frustrating if you're playing and then you can't get back in the game and you lose it. But I don't like the silence that we're getting on this issue because it was just this one message and it's one and done, right? I kind of thought that they would address this going into the new season. You know, we're working hard on Kitty Pride or something of that issue or have a timeline, have some sort of idea what the compensation will be. Um, but, you know, for a company that values transparency, they've been, the, the silence is deafening on this issue, let's just say. Um, and, I mean, like, what is the compensation? Because they say they're going to compensate all players, right? So, I mean, I wish there was a way where, I don't know if they're going to do this or not, but the people who spent the tokens on Kenny Pride, they should get an extra compensation. Because right, it's an extra inconvenience. If you weren't going to buy Kitty Pride to begin with, then it kind of doesn't really affect you, right? Yeah, yeah. And they obviously will have the data on who actually bought her and who didn't buy her, too. Right. It should be pretty easy to figure out, right? Yeah. So I'm hoping, I mean, I trust that they'll do something in the future, but just the silence, it's a little like unsettling. Yeah, that's a good point. It's like anti second dinner or counter. You know, uh, what we'd come to expect or get used to expecting on a lot of the other topics that they've been transparent and communicative about. I, yeah, I don't know. It's a little, is it worrisome? Is it a flag? Is it that they don't um, want to string us along or they just simply haven't identified? the root cause of the bug and or or how they're going to fix the bug or they don't even know when they're going to fix it because they have too much other shit going on yeah i mean and they, know, and they don't know the compensation and they have to like maybe get sign offs from their investors like can we refund these people because <laughs> for the first time ever 
because of a screw up that we did. Yeah, I mean, like, I get that, but at least like some sort of update, like show like a mock up video, of, like, hey, this is what Kitty Pride was doing. No, you they'll know? get ripped apart for that. <laughs> similarly, people can, like, why you didn't test this? I mean, they're saying that it. anyways, like, what's the difference, right? Like, right now, I don't even know what the interaction was that was causing the problem, right? They don't know either. Or, sorry, they didn't know or anticipate it properly either. And that's how it sort of was able to, like, sneak through QA and get into production. Yeah, like, I, I get it. Like, I'm not a programmer, but, you know, things happen, bugs happen, even with the best of companies, right? But it's just... You know, throw us, you know, throw us a, a bone, man. You know, something. Just like, hey, I know you're waiting. We're working on it. To hold it over. So what? Yeah. maybe, what is it like? Here's a refund today, right now. Yeah. And then you can go buy another card with this if you want. Yeah. And then that's... If, and, if and when we fix Kitty Pride, you'll also just, you can keep Kitty Pride, no problem. Yeah, I feel like, I that don't know if there's... I don't know if there's a way to do this, but like for everybody that bought Kitty Pride, take her out of your deck. Some have some way to take her out of your deck and just refund us the six thousand uh, tokens or whatnot. And then if you oh, want to, like reverse the sale completely. Okay. Yeah, and then if you want to spend it on something else, go ahead. If you want to keep those tokens and wait for us to eventually fix Kitty Pride, then you can do that too. Right. But now I'm just like six thousand credit deficit. Or token deficit yeah you know? for a card that you cannot play yeah like i don't yeah that is with no timeline on when you can play it right like i don't collect cards because they're nice i collect them because you know i have an ideal or an, for a deck that i want to try out i want to use and now i can't use it at all and like for saving like i would say like a month of tokens you know to get this card that i can't even do anything with just it's unfortunate, you know, because had I known, I would have spent maybe six thousand on something else, like maybe Master Mode Trial. Yeah, good point. Like, yeah. option one, buy a card, play it now for indefinitely. Yeah. Option two, buy a card, play it for four to <laughs> twenty-four hours, twenty-eight hours, and then get yeah. it locked out in debt for an unknown amount of period of time. Yeah. So it's just a little unsettling. Like, there's no timeline on when she'll be fixed. There's no idea of what the compensation will be if at all and yeah, yeah. I, you know you're right i think they should have the like basically yeah we screwed up sorry about it yeah and while you're dealing with the problem compensate the your customers yeah i think that will leave a better taste i mean yeah, i, I do uh, i do trust they'll, like they'll fix it right they'll do something but well, i don't know like what was the other card was it, it was it was like orca or something got delayed because they couldn't they caught the bug right and then eventually it made it into the game but the card ended up sucking anyways it's just <laughs> it's also because this card is looking to be quite fun and quite quite good yeah which doesn't help with the, the player set like the urge of urgency of players wanting to to use them use her in, in their decks yeah i, I mean like I want to get like let's say Jeff the baby land shark right. So had I known that hey, you know Kitty Pride you won't be able to play with her, okay, I'll just get Jeff, right? But now those tokens are gone, and I'm just sitting looking at a card I can't play. So it would be nice if they just came on like hey, you know, 
we're working on it. We're doing something. Here's something to tide you over. I don't know. That's it's it's very strange and very like not what I've expected of second dinner so far. Yeah, I would say so. The customer service side of it doesn't surprise me. Right, right. As we've mentioned before, they are not a customer service of the year company. <laughs> they are a game of the year company. So for it to slip through on a technical uh, game developer basis yes. is more surprising to me. They just uh, the two environments didn't align on a factor that ultimately became important in what was causing this card not to behave the way they thought it would. Right. And that's what Glenn said. There was just something that wasn't the same between the two. Right. Usually when that's the case, it's like some logging or cache weirdness. Because they don't replicate like the millions of millions of lines of log files that exist in production in their testing environment. Yeah. I imagine this would require like a full app update to fix. Right. But I would think not, so. They're not even saying that, like, we'll address this in the next patch. So So that I mean that's worth that's worth noting to here too. They were able to disable the card without giving us a patch i believe right right it was, it was an over the air switch that they flicked yeah so they can so so they have they this provision a... in place ahead of time like with the right. fail safe of like if we ever screw up something so bad mm -hmm. we need to turn off that card yeah and all of the other things that like the random generation and the buying of the card and blah 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 so that's a good sign i mean that's good that they <laughs> incorporated that ahead of time yeah, but it's just, I don't know. Say something, right? Yeah, maybe you can go into, have you tried going, you can go into the Discord, you know. I'm yeah, sure so, they're not the only one. <laughs> no, so I've read the Discord. A number of people have like asked, where's Kitty? Where's Kitty? Free Kitty. And all you get is an AI-generated response. It's like, oh, that, we're, that's even more annoying. Yeah, we're sorry that you have not had the experience that we want you to experience. Please stand by. That's basically what you get. So, yeah. Versus like Glenn picking up the question and going with it and then yeah. marking the thread is closed. Right. Or Ben Bro like adding like a little blurb at the end of the Avengers Animals. By the way, you know, we know you guys are waiting for Kitty. We're actively working on it. Stay tuned. Even that little oh my bit God. of line, I would have been okay with, you know? The chief technical director making yeah. a 30 second video for, yeah. for everyone. Just like a two-second blur. Like, by the way, we know the issues with Kitty. We're working on it. Stay tuned. Okay, broed out. I would have been okay with that. But just nothing. Silence. Oh, well. I feel, too, like the, the longer that they wait to do the compensation, the bigger that compensation will need to be to keep people happy. Yeah. Right? Because we've essentially, like, donated collector tokens for nothing. Yeah, and all this time is about one week, turns to two weeks, turns to four weeks. Yeah. So at the end of the four weeks, you lost four weeks, a whole season potentially mm -hmm. of playing with her. Right. And you're still not going to give me my money back or yeah. my tokens back in some form. Like, come on. And, and the kicker is like in the description or the info for Hitmonkey, which is right oh, in yeah, the yeah. game. They didn't <laughs> edit. <laughs> if you click on the info, it's like, hey, Hitmonkey works great with cards like Kitty Pride. Thanks, tips. Don't have her. But thanks for pointing that out. 
So that's a little. Uh, you well, know, I mean, what would you want? Mud them in the to eye. Do? They'll put, change like, it. Change it. Kitty pride in bracket if if enabled. <laughs> yeah, or that. If not, if not disabled. You know, but like, like you you have the ability to change that text. You know, take out kitty pride. Nobody thought to be like, hey, maybe we should remove kitty pride from that lineage or that lineage. Maybe. Oh no, was that in the game or that that was in the trailer? That wasn't actually in the game per se. No, if you click the the notes in game on Hitmonkey, um, they say one of the good synergies is Kitty Pride. Oh, it is in the game. So maybe that yeah. is not an OTA type uh, available update then. And maybe that's why it didn't get changed. Mm -hmm. I feel like they could have redacted it at least, put a black bar over it. <laughs> no, yeah. but you need to do like an app change to do that if it's not some built in over the air. Hmm, I guess. Anyway. So that's Kitty. That's the Kitty Pride bug. Yeah. Uh, there is also a second bug that came up. Mm -hmm. And that was the Seasons Pass Mystery Variant bug. Right. So originally, uh, with every season, you would get a Mystery Variant that was free to get on the collection path for the season. Um, but for this season, it is locked behind the paid season pass. So a lot of people were wondering, oh, so have we stopped getting mystery variants on the season path now? We have to pay for it. Uh, but Second Dinner has come out and saying, some of you have noticed the season pass mystery variant was moved to the paid track from the free one. This is a bug and not the experience we want for Marvel Snap players. As an apology, we'll be gifting everyone a free mystery variant via the inbox. Stay tuned for more details. So that is an example of good communication. Right? And would so, you also say that's an appropriate award matching the the pain that the problem it caused? Yes. And this is for something that hasn't even happened yet because those variants are further down the, the season line. So, yeah, I think this is... You know, it's it's good on them to notice that there was a problem or an issue, and they are gifting everybody a free mystery variant just so they know, like it wasn't meant to be on the paid pass. Something happened, and we're fixing it. Well, something I would add to that is that the the app, so the inbox, you have to go to the news tab, right, and then click inbox, and it's not always apparent when there's new inbox or new news items yeah that should be fixed too that it should be more like how any other inbox would work on a messaging service right bracket one bl bracket <laughs> no, yeah right or you would have it uh, sit there and you don't even know that it's there for you to open the free new card yeah yeah that should change a little bit yeah because like for the longest time like i had like messages and i didn't even know until i just was wandering around the app and no oh, Look, I have some yeah, messages. That's like two, two weeks, two weeks later. Yeah. Um, but, you know, see, that's nice that they noticed something was wrong and they're openly uh, working on fixing that or giving everybody the mystery variant. So it's it's strange. Like, you have, like, these two similar situations and just two completely different train of thoughts on how to handle it. Well, I think in this case, the reward wasn't as... Uh, financially impactful, right? 
that's a variant of a card presumably that you already own too you're not going to get a variant of a card that you don't own exactly so versus the ultra rare tokens so it's hmm. it's a little tough or they also don't want to set a precedent and just then people are going to be yelling for token refunds every time yeah yeah that's bug, true too. Bug, bug <laughs> or no bug right yeah Okay, so we have those bugs. Now, you announced last week or mm -hmm. last month that you would try to make infinite with Kitty Pride. Right. Hit so, Monkey. Yeah. But now so that I, Kitty Pride's not here. What, what have you been up to? So, yeah. So, the last podcast, I put it upon myself to say, like, you know what? I think this has good synergy. I'm going to take Hit Monkey and Kitty Pride all the way to infinite, just like I did with Hazmat and Luke Cage the season before. Uh, but since they disabled my Kitty Pride, I decided to play with my old Modoc deck. And uh, I can honestly say that I've already hit infinite. You and, already hit infinite? Or you're yeah. like the day one infinite crew? <laughs> well, I'm day so two. People. Day two. You, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, this isn't my fault, though. This is, you know, I wanted to play Hit Monkey and Kitty Pride, but they forced my hand. So I played my old uh, Modoc Hella deck, and yeah, I hit infinite like day two. Did you find the Hit Monkey matchup different or difficult with how you would have to play out your deck? So I, I mean, the way I was playing Hit Monkey was based on a deck that was like Collector and Maria Hill and. Uh, Nick Fury just bouncing cards back and forth, powering up Collector, and then playing um, Sarah, and then playing Hit Monkey and all the one cards at the end. But I based a lot of it on the fact that I could play Kitty Pride back and forth. So I did pry the deck without Kitty Pride, and I started at seventy and ended up at like sixty-three, and I just I got mad. So I'm like, you know what? She's not in my deck. I can't play her. So you know what? For this season. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to switch to Modoc and Hella. So I went from 63 all the way to infinite in the span of two days. Yeah, it's a solid deck, the Modoc discard. It's not Shuri 8 here, but it still can hold its own, I feel, right? Yeah, I th it's it's the surprise Hella bomb that you drop at the end. So, so what I've been doing is on turn... So I play Invisible Woman, and then I'll play Modoc on turn 5. And then I'll play Hella. So Modoc destroys everything in your hand. And I just happen to have Infinite and um, uh, Gigantor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, the typical, but Death. Yeah, yeah Death, uh, Magneto, um, all the big cards that you expect. And Apocalypse. So all these cards get destroyed. Apocalypse comes back for 12 power. And then Hella drops all these random. Six costs, twelve power, fourteen power, twenty power cards all over the board, and it's really hard to deal with. Yeah, yeah. And if you have, and also have Dracula and Morbius in there as well, so Dracula would just cut Apocalypse because he'll still be in your hand. So it's really hard to anticipate and deal with all these cards just showing up. You're essentially playing like five, six, six cost cards for nothing. And you didn't have the surprise Cosmo at the end to try to block you? No. Really? Uh, yeah, so even if they... Sometimes you do get Cosmo on the Invisible Woman lane, mm -hmm. but then you can still play out 
Morbius, and Dracula, which are not affected by Cosmo. And as long as you cut all your cards with uh, Modoc on turn five, then Morbius gets powered up because he gets plus two for every card you discard. Yeah. And usually my hand is full by then. And then what's left is Apocalypse. Uh, and Dracula will cut Apocalypse and uh, take whatever power he is after he's been cut. So if he's like 16, uh, Dracula will cut him. He'll become 20, and then Dracula becomes 20. I know. I was just I was more thinking. I've been I tried your deck, and I got like, yeah. turn five Cosmo a few times. Okay, well, don't snap. <laughs> and then I just hit myself. It's yeah, it's the same thing. The Hit Monkey deck. I'm snapping. I'm ready to go. And then yeah. turn five Leech or Sandman in my face. Yeah, that's always going to be an so, issue. Joe, do you snap on turn five, even if you have Modok? You have the two cards. You have Modok and Hella ready to go. Would you? Snap? If I have Modok and Hella ready to go, I will snap. Because okay, the other card you... I have, it's it's Sunspot, right? So I'll have a Sunspot somewhere powering up. Yeah. And then I'll have Morbius and Dracula somewhere. So usually, if I get, you know, the bomb, I'll snap, right? But you don't know. But you think you're gonna get the bomb, but they play Cosmo on turn five with you. That's what I'm trying to say. So okay, if if I'm going into turn six, right, and I've already snapped, and they've Cosmo that lane. So depending on how, you know, the board looks, if I still have Apocalypse there, I'll play it out. But if I wiped out my hand and I can't play Hella, um, then you know I'll just retreat. Yeah, but you you, you end up winning eight cubes more than you do losing four cubes because of the bomb effect, right? Yeah, so the number of times yeah. you win eight cubes outweighs the number of times you retreat for four. So eventually it works its way out. Did you play most of your games on computer or phone? Um, um, usually on phone, because I'll play at my break during work. Yeah. Or I'll play like when I'm cooking for the kids. Um, and then I'll play like one or two if I'm trying to capture some video on the computer, but it's mostly phone. This month I'm trying to play more games on my computer because I want to take advantage of the data right. tracking. So there's a couple of apps to try to use. I, I've tried or installed the untap.gg tracker, which is free. And you just make an account and you can get this thing installed on your Windows client. Right. Uh, and it supposedly will. I haven't tried looking back at my games yet, um, but I used it initially or in the short term for the, the deck overlay. To help you fill in and tell you what's left in your what's left to draw, what's been discarded, what's been destroyed, etc. Right. But I think they have they also I don't know if it's free or paid, but they have a feature where you can look back at your past games stats and and you know, some slicing and dicing of like of, of data to determine win rates and those things. I think it's free because I have that too, and I don't pay for it. But yeah, you're able to see like as long as you're playing on the computer. So yeah. that they can pull the metadata, you can see like who you lost against, what your win lose ratio is per deck, as long as you register it with the website. So oh, okay, so that is all, that is all free. That's good. Yeah, so yeah. it's pretty versatile. But I just it's hard to like stay on the computer, you know. Yeah, like, I know that's the thing. Yeah. With me too. It's not as convenient as obviously playing on the phone, which I yeah. was basically one one hundred percent phone player up until Tuesday night. Well, one, like two nights <laughs> ago, when when I yeah, when uh the season rolled over, so yeah, I'd be curious just to see. It's it's the data is always good to to look back on, but it... yeah, it, it, but also like 
you know, there's always one more game, one more game. And having that phone on you, like, you know, you know what? I'm going to go for a washroom break. One more game. <laughs> you know, you just play. And then this whole one more game. <laughs> Yeah, one more game. Oh no, I lost that one. One more game. Oh no, you know I got TVA. That doesn't count. One more game. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they dropped Baby Shark on me. Screw that. Yeah, no, 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 that doesn't count. I play again. <laughs> yeah, it's highly addictive. So that's snap. That's snap in a nutshell. Yeah. So I mean, now that I've hit infinite, I can mess around with hit monkey some more. You know. There you go. You can practice the bounce deck play yeah. style. Get your brain and mind and your everything used to it get the data know where you can improve yeah so you know since i like had to like you know not do the stipulation this season next season i'll think of a deck that'll take to infinite right and you have the whole four weeks to, to do that. <laughs> to test it That's out good. yeah yeah i mean technically i could take a deck to 200 you could if you're anyway. that kind of player to play the same deck. Yeah, it, it's a little different though because like at that point, it's not the same mentality because the cubes don't matter to you as much, right? That's right. You know, so, but where? how far have you been making it with your deck? I'm just been purely st strictly playing Hitmonkey variations, like I said at the beginning of the pod. Right. I, in the learning of Hitmonkey, I think I got down to like 67 not, not i don't think low like 63 but from for 67 i passed i had to go back up to 70 <laughs> and i was disappointed i didn't get my seven my five bonus so i i started the season at 70 as well like you because i was infinite previous season so started right. at 70 learning hit monkey went down to like 67 had to go back up to 70 didn't get the, i thought i would get the bonus and trick it didn't get the bonus nope and and now i'm sitting at a, a natural 75 not a boosted 75 Mm -hmm. playing again just experimenting with um hit monkey decks and getting used to this card and Man, I was, it was kind of uh i don't know sometimes it's misleading because you see these posters people online like i got hit monkey infinite right away but you never know what mmr or like you don't know what level they started at you don't know yeah. what mmr they are like are they playing bot city i don't know if i'm playing bot city i don't think i am yeah, like I've it had. All, it's a difference. Yeah, I've had a couple of bots, but for the most part, it's people, you know, because I'm getting the Miss Marvel thumbs up and, you know, all the, the emoji emojis, spams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the emoji spams, you know, snap, 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 snap. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, versus Nimrod, I'm moving up instead of down. Right. And not wasting more time because last week or last month it took me to the end of the second week right before the patch whenever that was like two weeks so i think if i'm already five levels up in you know two days i'll, I'll get there soon yeah the hardest grind was from 70 to 80 because like you have to do that all natural but once you yeah. hit 80 it's just 80 to 85 and then 85 to 95 then this yeah the boosters yeah helps that's a lot. definitely a reason why people are getting yeah day one three hours in yeah we'll take it <laughs> yeah for sure okay so that's been it's been a good catch up we'll we'll catch everyone 
we'll tune in. Hope everyone tunes in next week. We'll we'll maybe Kaimo will have enough tokens for Baby Shark. <laughs> maybe we'll get an update about Kitty Pride. Maybe we'll get a patch. Hopefully, so we'll have to wait and see. But if we if you've made it to this point, we want to say thanks again. Whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing while you're listening, thank you again for taking time to make us part of your day. And make sure to tune in again next week at the same, same snap, snap time, time. Same, same snap, snap channel. channel. Stay safe and snap vote. Thanks, guys. Thank you.